This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome again to the Junkyard Dogcast. Here we are. Georgia took down South Carolina 40-13 to in Athens. It's rare that you have a 27-point victory and you still kind of feel like, uh, you, you know, things could have been better and, and that, you know, maybe uh, you're feeling like this was kind of a loss, even though, again, two years ago in Athens, South Carolina won this game and now you had the South Carolina starters in the game in the fourth quarter and, and, and Georgia's backups run the field throughout their defense, but you know, Georgia got the, the job done. This is kind of just where the program is now and the expectations. When you have – we talked about this early in the week. When you have a 31, 31.5-point line in an SEC game, it's pretty rare. And, and Georgia came close. You know, they, they came close. If Once again, if the, if the refs maybe ruled that uh, it, it's still a fumble if the, if the helmet comes off and maybe uh, it's not a fumble when a player's knee is down, we might have a, a different score in this game. Maybe Georgia covers for this game. But let's kind of go over some things, kind of get my initial reaction to this game. Obviously, the big storyline is you had JT Daniels coming back in at quarterback after missing that UAB game, had that core injury, the oblique injury, he comes back out, you know, faces an SEC opponent and, you know, had a pretty good night, 23 for 31, 303 yards, three touchdowns, uh, that one interception his third 300-yard game and six starts. So, you know, you know, JT's performed pretty well now in, in his six starts at Georgia. He looked like he was in sync early on. He came out there, you know, pretty much surgically, uh, you know, cutting up South Carolina's defense out there. Looked really confident. And I think that you really you, – you can take a lot from that, and, and it has to be, you know – pretty exciting for Georgia fans to see what a healthy JT Daniels can do and, and what he can do against now two really, really solid opponents. He is definitely 2-0 and against the state of South Carolina this season. And I think that, you know, if you're Todd Monking, you know you, you got pretty good quarterback play so far this year. I mean, that bodes really well for Georgia moving forward. I think, you know, you look at the pass protection out there, um, 32 pass attempts, only allowing one sack. South Carolina's defensive line was, was something that that was one of the main storylines is that Georgia facing a strong defensive line once again. That was probably South Carolina's strength coming in this game was that defensive line, only allowing one sack, you know, giving JT Daniels some time to, to pick apart that defense. And that, that's, a, that's a positive you can take as you go into SEC play. The running backs, that was one aspect of this offense that you hadn't really seen come alive yet. And, well, Georgia had three running backs go over 50 yards in this game. And, and Kendall Milton, you know, running really strong. Zamir Wright, 
breaking tackles. And, and once again, James Cook with explosive plays early on in the game and showing that, you know, the, he's been discussed a lot on the podcast. He's been discussed a lot by fans as kind of being a guy that is feast or famine out there. But when he feasts, I mean, his explosive plays are usually pretty dynamic. So having those three guys go uh, 22 for 168 yards, that's really promising as well. I mean, the the offense, once again, clicking. It seems to be on almost all cylinders out there. And that's an aspect that Georgia really hasn't been able to have, a, you know, a dynamic, explosive offense. And, and so now they got some weapons out there. And one of those weapons is a guy we talked about all offseason, A.D. Mitchell. Now, he might have the best hands on the team right now, and that's – without George Pickens being on the field, obviously. But, you know, the guys that are out there, E.D. Mitchell's got some really strong hands. Having those four catches for 77 yards and a touchdown, just plucking the ball out of the air, a big-time weapon on the sidelines. He's a guy that's – we saw him come out as a true freshman in G-Day and just have a breakthrough performance. We talked about him all offseason. Would he be able to put it all together on the field during the regular season? And against South Carolina, he did just that. He showed that it, that Georgia's got a pretty deep wide receiver room and that he's got a very, very bright future ahead of him. And then just looking on defense, I thought, you know, last week you really kind of saw things coming together for Channing Tindall. I think now you've seen that over two games now, that the game is slowing down for him. And he's arguably, I mean, he's Georgia's most athletic linebacker out there. And now that the game slowed down for him, it's allowing him to showcase that elite speed. And he had seven tackles tonight. He's flying all over the field. And that was just really an interesting storyline because Kirby Smart went into Columbia, South Carolina and beat Will Muschamp to, to land Channing Tindall. Now you got, you know, Muschamp on the sidelines and Channing Tindall has a huge game, you know, against the, the, the Gamecocks, probably a lot of, uh, you know, his high school buddies were probably, you know, rooting for him, but also big Gamecocks fans. It was probably a big moment for Channing Tindall out there. And just continuing on with that, Will Muschamp, special teams. Him coming in there for, for Scott Cochran and, and you know, be, coming from being an analyst to back on the, on the field, on the sidelines, Georgia special teams looked really strong tonight. You know, you had a mere speed downing a punt at the one-yard line in the second quarter. That set up Georgia to get a safety later on. And Kenny McIntosh, a 28-yard return on the free kick, that set up a field goal in that second quarter as well. You had, you know, Hot Pod bouncing back. You know, he missed a field goal in each of the first two games. But tonight, once again, I mean, he, he looked automatic out there. You could see the confidence coming back for him. And that's huge because he looked like he was a little shaky earlier in the year. If you got that kicker out there, you know you can get three points. I mean, that's big for whenever Georgia needs those points late in the game, those late drives. And then Jake Camarda just continuing to have strong performances each week, obviously on kickoffs, doing an outstanding job there. But he averaged 51.7 yards on three punts tonight, two inside the 20-yard line. Just weapons all over. The special teams coming up big. Will Muschamp, obviously, a big boost there on the sideline. And in a big game with a lot of recruits, it's probably Kirby Smart's probably pretty happy that he's got another elite recruiter on his staff and Will Muschamp. The crowd was electric out there. You had a lot of big time guys. Obviously, 
ESPN's cameras definitely focused on Arch Manning, the 2023 quarterback, throughout the broadcast. But there were a ton of big-time recruits there, and the atmosphere just seemed to really, really step it up for, for this game against South Carolina. Darion Kendrick, cornerback, got his you know first pick uh, in a Georgia uniform, giving Georgia interception in each game this year. I think uh, the last time that Darion Kendrick played South Carolina at Clemson, he also had an interception in that game. So you know that was real, real sweet for him to get interception against South Carolina in two different uniforms uh, against you know a rival program both times. Great play from him overall. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. Uh, obviously, some big plays for South Carolina in the passing game, but Nolan Smith. Number one overall prospect coming out of high school. People kind of wanted to see when, you know, when he was going to play up to that, that level, you know, that, that number one overall prospect, the five-star level. Kind of played behind the scenes a lot with, with, with you know, Georgia you know, ha- having Aziz Ojolari as their top pass rusher last year. Now, you know, he's getting increased snaps with Ojolari now in the NFL, getting two, snap, uh, two sacks in two games. For Aziz, or shout out to Aziz for for really, really playing well for the Giants so far in his rookie season. But this was the Nolan Smith coming out party. Eight tackles, one and a half sacks, you know, forcing that fumble in the game. Nolan was showing some explosiveness off the ball out there. And that's really, I mean, that was what he was known for coming out of high school. And, and now, he, you know, he's starting to put it together. You could see when you have him and Adam Anderson coming off the edge, that gives Georgia a really, really fearsome duo for opposing quarterbacks to have to worry about, and those offensive lines are really going to have a tough time accounting for both of those guys on the field at the same time. And I think it was really, really good for Georgia to see Kiaris Jackson back out there, and you know, at wide receiver, he'd been you know obviously in the return game, returning punts, but he had two catches for 17 yards back out there, giving JT Daniels yet another weapon. Having him healthy, that's huge for Georgia as they continue to get healthy in offense. And, you know, that was a big thing out of this game. Georgia may not have covered. They may not have covered, you know, the 31, 31 and a half. But if they were able to come out of this this game with with no injuries and, and, you know, we'll find out over the next couple of days, obviously. But it looked, you know, no one coming off the field. Looked like everyone's relatively healthy. JT Daniels getting back 100%. That's a huge win for Georgia, obviously, because it's going to be a long season and they got to continue to try to stay as healthy as possible. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Well, the, other, the, the flip side of this is even, even in a game that you win by 27, there were some hiccups, and, which is actually a good thing for, for Georgia. But there are some the things that they need to go back and work on. And, you know, probably the biggest fan storyline, I don't know how big of a deal it'll be over the course of the season, but when Stetson Bennett came into the game, JT Daniels was really, really playing well. I think it's pretty clear that Kirby had, you know, a rotation in mind similar to what they did in the UAB game with Stetson Bennett and Carson Beck out there. He brings Stetson Bennett back in for a play and he throws it. He proceeds to throw an interception. And so, you know, if you're Georgia, the momentum was kind of lost there. This game could have gone another way. It seemed like, you know, things kind of bogged down at that point, you know, in the, in the second quarter, in the first half overall. That's probably a decision that's going to be questioned about Kirby. Why, why did uh, set, you know Stetson Bennett come in the game when everything seemed to be humming along? You know, we'll we'll find out more about that during the interview. Obviously, Jake Jake Rowe will will get some quotes from him, and and we'll try to break that down more on the podcast Monday. But you know, the offensive line, I talked about how well they played as far as pass protection. The running backs obviously had a big game. A lot of t- a lot of runs they were. Uh, were uh, you know not, not touched, but it does seem like there's still some things to clean up on the offensive line. Warren Erickson at right guard seemed like he had another tough tough game out there. You know, I'm not sure what they're going to do as far as maybe getting more competition in there. You know, whether it's Owen Condon, whether it's still moving Jamari Sawyer from from left tackle inside, and maybe plugging Justin Schaefer in at right guard. You know. Some guys maybe still need to, to get some looks at other guys. They haven't really gotten a lot of looks at some of the other inter- guards that you have on the roster, but I do think you need to continue to to push Warren and see if he can elevate his play over the next couple of games. And then, you know, if you can get some competition at right guard, uh, that should bode well for Georgia's overall offensive line play. As I said before, JT looked pretty good out there, but – there were some crossing routes and some throws over the middle where it seemed like he could have done a better job hitting his man in stride, lead, lead them to the ball instead of them having to come back for the ball. Uh, and once again, he had another bad decision, you know, threw the ball way too late on the interception he had. I think that that gives him kind of one bad decision in each game he's played this this year. So you're good for 300 yards and a couple touchdowns with JT, but you might have one bad throw a night. If, if that's what Georgia has, that's what Georgia has. I think they would probably take that. But it is something he can go back and watch film and, and, and realize, you know, I, I should have got the ball earlier or just thrown it away. 
Overall, it's still kind of a sloppy game for Georgia. Seven penalties in this game for 51 yards, three turnovers. You don't, I mean, you don't want that at all. And that's something Kirby's going to, you know, preach to them long and hard over the next 48 hours. When, you know, when they go back to the film room and they get back to the practice field, that's something he's definitely going to want to clean up because, you know, in a closer game, uh, that'll get you beat. And so that's something Georgia needs to work on. I think. I talked about this, and Jake talked about this in our preview for this game. We talked about Josh Van being a guy to to keep an eye on, and I, I think it, it you know it kind of followed through that he was the guy for South Carolina in this game. Three catches for 128 yards. You know, he had that 61 yard uh, catch. Obviously, scored a touchdown for South Carolina. Broke Georgia's defensive uh, streak of not allowing a touchdown. I just got to give him credit. I mean, he. Fought for the ball. He got he got past the defensive backs multiple times. I think he got behind Amir Speed twice. Uh, I uh, he mossed Darian Kendrick. He just went up and got the ball. And Kelly Ringo, he would have beat if not for a penalty on that play. I believe he had him beat, but you know it didn't count. So give credit to Josh Van. But you know when you look at if you take the big plays out. Georgia allowed 146 yards in this game, but they also allowed two 36-yard completions, a 31-yard completion, and obviously the 61-yard completion. That's 164 yards offense on four plays. The cornerback play, you're gonna it, these guys are gonna get beat, but if the pass rush isn't getting there, these guys are gonna have to play better in coverage. And, and I think that you know Ringo, as he gets more experience. He's going to get better out there. Uh, you could see him getting maybe more snaps and him and Darren Kendrick being out there. I think Tyke Smith not being in this game, uh, you really kind of saw, again, that the depth at safety is not where it needs to be. I think he's a guy that really would have helped out uh, against both the run but also against uh, a guy like Josh Van. It's just a different type of receiver than Georgia really saw uh, you know, so far this season. And in the life comes at you fast category for this game, Stetson Bennett, SEC Player of the Week last week, 422.5 passer rating last week. His official passer rating tonight against South Carolina, negative 200. Uh, that's that's pretty rough. Obviously, just having one play and having that be an interception, that's about as bad as it can get. But, you know, that's a, that's a tough swing for, for Stetson, but I think that he's a guy that's probably going to brush that off and move on to next week. But, again, overall – Georgia got got the job done. It got what it needed to be done, and it looked impressive in some areas that we had question marks. Like I said, JT Daniels coming back, the run game. Defense still looks extremely stout and fast, attacking quarterbacks, South Carolina's quarterbacks. I mean, you had Luke Doty in the game uh, because they're knocking quarterbacks out of the game. They're hitting quarterbacks left and right in this game. I think that uh, for Georgia, you're happy just to come out of the win, and now you, you get ready for Vanderbilt who uh, last I checked was having a pretty tough time against a pretty average Stanford team. So uh, we're going to talk more about this this game next week. Uh, plenty to talk about. Talk about Vandy. But for this episode of the Junkyard Dogcast, I'm Kip Adams. You guys take it easy. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.